With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Today on Real Ghost Stories Online, who or what is the strange entity lurking behind the bedroom door? Terrorizing. A husband and wife late at night. Welcome to Real Ghost Stories Online. Call in your real ghost story now at 855-853-4802 or write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. You are about to enter the world of the unknown and quite possibly the undead. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. And it is 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. You can write it on our website, realghoststoriesonline.com. And of course, if you like the program, well, we encourage you to help keep us on the air. Become an extra podcast person, as we call them. That's a supporter of our show, kind of like a VIP with that, you get yourself access to quite literally the world's largest audio archive of ghost stories ever created in one place. This show has done it, and we got it for you. You can get it at ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. It's added to every single week with EPP bonus episodes and advanced episodes of the show. So you get exclusive episodes over there that nobody else gets. You get advanced episodes of the show before they're released to the public. All of it is commercial free. Another way to do it if you like Patreon, patreon.com slash real ghost stories to sign up there. We have an ebook and an audiobook, both uh, Amazon and Audible bestsellers. You can get access to those as well. We throw those in as part of it. They're like 15 bucks a pop if you were to buy them through Amazon or Audible. You get both of them right there at uh, either website, ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. $30 value immediately when you sign up. Only five bucks a month to do uh, that and get access, like I said, to the world's largest audio archive of ghost stories ever created. It's the weekend edition of Real Ghost Stories Online. And of course, Harper is here. Hi. And how are you this fine day? Good. Yeah. What's I, going on? I got my McDonald's in. You got your McDonald's in? Yeah. What, what, what do you mean by that? Like I I had it for lunch. That's true. We did have McDonald's for lunch. 
It's not an ad for McDonald's, but yes, we had McDonald's for lunch. I love Big Macs. You, uh, yeah, for the longest time, you know, you were very much like, I want a hamburger with nothing on it. <laughs> Maybe pickles, depending on the day. And then I said one day, have a Big Mac. Try it. You'll love it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And you tried it. And then what was your reaction? I think that was kind of my reaction when I was your age, too. I remember my mom had get, got me one one day, and it was like, this is the best sandwich ever. It's not a sandwich, Dad. What is it? It's a burger. It's just, well, a burger is a sandwich. I thought you were going to say, it's not a sandwich, Dad. It's an experience. <laughs> <laughs> it's a life-changing experience. <laughs> anyway, this is not an ad for McDonald's. It's and, a and burger. I, there's plenty of people going, oh, my God, I can't believe. Well, you know. In moderation, we don't go there every day of the week or anything like that. But every once in a while, it's a nice little treat. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. Let's go to our first story of the day. It says, every year from the beginning of September into October, we have a visit from our main resident spirit. We've named her Rose. She's a very subtle way of making herself known often. If you're in our kitchen, you can't miss seeing our front walkway to the front door. We have a large window in the dining area and a smaller window above the sink in the kitchen area. The first time she came, it was in the fall of the next year after we'd moved into the house. I was standing in the kitchen doing some food prep on the counter in the bar that separates the dining and kitchen areas. And as I turned my head in that direction, I noticed a black figure just walking past the smaller kitchen window. It was what appeared to be in a crouch position or like an older person hunched over, but she appeared to move quite quickly. I waited for my wife at the time, who was small anyways, to walk through the front door. Nothing. Suddenly, she came out of the hallway, leading back to the rooms, trying to say something to me. Snapped me out of my wait for an, uh, a moment into our house. Didn't pay any attention to what she was saying, and I walked a few steps to the front door and flipped it open. There was nobody and nothing. We just let it be. Several experiences until a few years into being into the house. My sister-in-law visited us. We all stood in the kitchen talking in this instance. She was at a 90-degree angle to the window and backed against the wall adjoining the entryway to the front door. My wife and I were listening to her talk when she stopped mid-sentence and said, someone, someone is walking up to your door. Both of us looked at each other knowing. And just to humor her, I went to the door and opened it. I closed it turned around the corner into the kitchen entry and said, nope. My sister asked, what do you mean, nope? But with that, we had to tell her. We spilled it for her, awaiting ears, and she stood there dumbfounded. She came to ask us to come visit her more often than her coming to our house. Then one night, one night after my then-wife had left the family due to her own personal problems, I believe Rose became much noisier. I'd begun dating an old flame of mine when years before my former wife and I had married. I'd have been drinking a little bit this night when this happened. My flame and I had gotten into an intense discussion, which was mostly my fault as I'm not the same when I've had a few. I was horrible to her while we were on the phone with each other. Suddenly, I heard a bunch of rattling and banging in the kitchen while I sat on the hearth in the living area. At first, I was thinking one of the kids was making rackets. Suddenly, I thought, no one is home. I told my flame to hold on for a moment and walked into the kitchen. I just came through the entry into the area. All went quiet. I looked in the open cabinets, and all the pants were in disarray. 
I turned around and noticed the utensil drawer was open, and bunches of utensils looked as though they'd simply been jumping around in the drawers. I think Rose was trying to tell me to be better than I had been to my love in her own way. I don't think any of us feel scared by any of our happenings, which are much more than just this, but every year we now await our next visit come the autumn time from Rose. Thank you for what you do. I'll keep waiting for more happy Halloween to you all. Well, and a happy Easter to you too, because that's... And happy Valentine's Day. Well, actually, when this airs, Valentine's will be of past and will be closer to Easter. So, well, actually, no, this is actually airing this weekend. So Valentine's is actually uh, coming up. Our other episodes that we record are a little bit further more ahead. Your episodes are always the week that we record them. They air on that Saturday. So you're right. It is uh, pre-Valentine's Day. This airs tomorrow. Yes, that's correct. You know more about the show than I do. Of course I do. Because <laughs> <laughs> someday you'll take it over from me. Yep. And then slowly push me into a home and never talk to me ever again. No! <laughs> the show is mine now, Dad. Absolutely not. Well, I'm I'm glad that we have that on tape because I will hold that to you. Oh, God, Dad. <laughs> See, honey, do you remember back in 2021 on the 5th of February... You said you would you would never do that. Here's the audio tape. It's a verbal contract. Well, and somehow I'll talk like Jimmy Stewart when I'm <laughs> Well, Dad, things can change. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good to know. Uh, creepy story. Thank you for sharing that uh, an experience with us. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number here at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. Next one says, a crazy thing happened to my mother and me. It was July of 1997. My mom and I attended a bridal fair at the Claremont Hotel and Spa in Berkeley, California. It's a beautiful old romantic hotel opened in 1915, nestled in the Berkeley Hills. At some point during the fair, my mom and I snuck off to explore the old hotel. We found a staircase that led us to the top floor. I remember standing near a window at the end of the hallway, and I started to feel sick and dizzy. I was complaining to my mother when the building started to sway and rumble. My mom and I looked at each other in the eye and at the same time yelled, Earthquake! We braced ourselves for the ride. I held on to her with one hand and with the other held on to the windowsill. I know being next to the window during an earthquake is very dumb. Anyway, after bracing myself, I happened to look down the long hallway. I saw what I can only describe as a heat wave coming towards us, very much like what you'd see wavering over a street on a hot summer day. The carpet beneath it gave the appearance of rolling towards us as well, like in some sort of Stephen King movie. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. The heat wave started at the far end of the hall as it was rolling towards us. At the moment, what I saw really didn't register in my mind. I was more concerned about the quake. I turned and looked out the window to try to gauge how bad it was, and what I saw next didn't make any sense. The people below us were going about their day like nothing was happening. I remember seeing two women walking with their tennis rackets in hand. People laughing, walking, talking. There was no earthquake. When I looked back down at the hallway again, everything was calm and normal. Nothing seemed out of place. When we finally sat down to discuss our experiences, my mom told me that she had seen ghostly figures running down the hallway yelling, Fire! We asked some of the staff about the history. We didn't mention our experiences since in the 90s, people would have thought us were crazy. The hotel staff said that there was never a fire and gave us weird looks. We took that as our cue to leave. 
Before submitting this to you, I googled the Claremont and found that there was never a fire at the hotel, but apparently there was a lavish home that was located on the same spot called the Castle. The home was burnt to the ground during a wildfire on July 14th of 1901. I wish I could remember the exact date when we attended the bridal fair. I wonder if our experience could have been some sort of fingerprint. Strangely enough, I also found online that besides hearing the voice of a little girl, which we didn't hear, people often report the smell of smoke. Since then, my mother and I have had many paranormal experiences. Us together seeming to attract it. I'll be sure to send more of my adventures into the future. By the way, I'm new to the show. I love it. Thank you very much. It really it really makes you wonder with these ghost stories and with the ghosts. Mm -hmm. What were the ghosts? pasts and how did they die well with that you wonder about the fire situation and it, it just kind of goes to show that sometimes the land is what holds the spirits even more than necessarily the structure because the structure changed it's a completely different thing now that house that was there gone they had to completely rip everything out there's a new foundation new everything but yet where that tragedy occurred there's still an imprint of it yeah. I mean, like, let's say um, there is a fire at the neighbor's house. Mm -hmm. And it got burned to the ground and no one was left. Mm -hmm. And you know how almost like our properties are almost connected. Sure, they're next to each other. Yeah. yeah. And the ghost transferred to our house. Uh, well, that's that that does happen sometimes. You hear of things where it's like, well, that house is haunted. Another thing, the spirits from that house over there. Um, I think anytime there's a tragedy, I think that there's a certain perimeter, if you will, that those sort of things can move around. And if they want to be seen or want to have some sort of communication, they can go there. I don't know what the perimeter is, because sometimes you hear about it and it's like this person died in Ohio. Well, what are they doing in, in Seattle? You know, it's like this is just bizarre as to where they go. Um, so sometimes we think of it as very much like a physical chain and they can only go so far. I don't know the answer as to the where's and when's. But more often than not, we see it more so within the general vicinity of where the tragedy had taken place. So thank you for sharing that story with us. 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online. Uh, here's one, uh, and this is actually just says, Hi, Harper. Uh, and it's about one of your things on your other show. I was listening to the podcast, Cautionary Tales with Harper. You were talking about doppelgangers and how difficult the word is to pronounce. Well, I have a doppelganger story that I think you may like. I live in Australia. And back in around the year 2000, I had a job in the city of Melbourne. It's a pretty busy place. So in the mornings, instead of diving uh, or driving, rather, I would get on the train because it's so expensive and hard to find parking in the city. Melbourne is a major city. It's like a New York or something to Australia. At the train station, there was a huge escalator that took people up from the subway to the station foyer. At the very top, when you step off, there was a little coffee bar. And this day, I really wanted some coffee, so I rode the escalator up and went to order. The barista said, oh, you're back for another one? It's a bit weird. So I said, no, I haven't had any coffee today. I only just came up from the train. And I pointed my thumb over my shoulder towards the lower level of the station. She looked confused and said, hmm, I swear I just made you a coffee a few minutes ago. You were right here. 
I thought it was pretty odd, but I concluded that she must have seen someone that looked similar to me. I didn't ask any questions. I just went to the office and didn't think much more of it. Until a few weeks later when I was talking to one of my oldest friends and she said, why did you ignore me at, at uh, Flinders Street Station today? She was kind of a little bit mad. I said, I wasn't at Flinders Street today. I never go there before work. I usually get on the train to Parliament Station. And this girl and I had known each other from school and it would have been hard for her to mistake me for someone else. She said, no, seriously, you got off the train and I called out to you and you just kept walking. That was the part when I remembered what the barista had said a few weeks earlier. Two people had seen someone that looked exactly like me and thought that was pretty weird. In the years since, I haven't had anyone else saying that they've seen someone that looked like me, but I have to wonder, did I have a doppelganger in Melbourne back in the year 2000? Do I still have one today? Hope you like the story. Keep up the good work with your podcast. You're a very good co-host. Thanks, Gemma in Melbourne, Australia. Well, I just want to say, I forgot what a doppelganger is. Doppelganger is someone that looks like you, that others see. Sometimes they seem to act like you. Sometimes they may even say they are you. Um, and So it's like a fake you. Kind of. I mean, there, there's situations where there's just people that kind of look like you that are out there, but that's just someone that looks like you. A true doppelganger is something that is almost like another version of you that's out there wandering around. Sometimes you catch each other, sometimes you don't. More often you don't, it's more often other people see it and are very confused, like in this story, where they're wondering, why didn't you talk to me? It almost like makes me wonder, why would there be a doppelganger? And are you trying to frame someone for doing something that they didn't do? Such as like a murder, <laughs> a crime. It's just like, why are you my doppelganger? I don't know. And that, that's the weird thing with the doppelgangers. That what is the purpose of it? Yeah. Because a lot of time it's very supernatural. It's not necessarily like it's another living human being. I mean, if there is, that's just someone that looks like you. That's a mistaken identity, which happens. But when you have the doppelganger type thing, there's usually other attributes to it where this other version is not human. It's not there normally. It kind or, of comes and goes. Or it's like a parallel yeah. you. Yes. From another dimension. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, what a weird experience to have when you go to the coffee bar. And I swear to God, you were just here. It's like, no, I just got off the train. Yeah. Very, very bizarre. So what is it like? I got to ask you, what is it like? Because when I was your age, I was in my basement playing radio station and I was playing cassette tapes back and forth and pretending I was on the radio and my cat was my main listener. There was no internet. There was no broadcasting. Uh, you know, it was, if you wanted to broadcast, you had to get a job at the radio station, which I eventually did at 14. But at your age, that's what I was doing. I was playing radio station in the basement. And here I am. So, I have my own. Well, but the concept here of having a listener in Australia that listens to you at your age and can share these stories, it kind of blows my mind. I know this is like normal world for you because this has always kind of been here since you've existed. But to me, I'm just kind of like, wow, that's just, it's amazing. It's neat. It's great. It's awesome. But is it just normal for you or is it 
What does it feel like at it's, your age? It's normal for me. Yeah, just the, the interconnectedness of people and how easy that is now. I mean, I just, I couldn't imagine somebody listening to me playing radio station uh, at eight in Melbourne, Australia. More or less across the yard, you know. <laughs> it's just, it's kind of amazing. But I think it's really cool for you. Um, 855-853-4802 is our phone number here at Real Ghost Stories Online. To share your Real Ghost Stories with us, we would love to hear them. Let's go to a caller. Hi, you are on the air. Hey, Tony. Uh, this is Tom uh, from Virginia. I've called in uh, maybe half a dozen times with various stories. Um, I've been kind of amateur ghost hunting for about eight years now. Um, I've always said that my uh, curiosity always outweighed my fear, but something happened um, back in September, and I've already written on this. Um, it was a spirit box session I did. Um, I sent the story in. I'm not sure if it's been played or not, but there's been some additional things that have gone on since I, on this same recording that I did back in September. I listened again and got some some new stuff, but I'll briefly go over uh, what was in the first call, and then hopefully it won't get too convoluted. But um, I bought the spirit box um, sometime over the summer and used it a couple of times and really didn't get um, anything really strong. You know, I heard some voices and, and things, but no direct responses or anything that stood out. Um, but one night at about 3 in the morning, September 9th, I, I did a, uh, a session. And I want to tell you this up front. Um, I had mentioned this in the first call, but you did an interview with a gentleman. And I remember uh, he had he had gotten out of this, the ghost hunting for a while, and he was drawn back in, and now he does it again full time. And you asked him about, um, we were talking about Ouija boards, and you, you asked him what, with today's equipment, would be what he would consider uh, similar to Ouija boards or as strong as Ouija boards. And the first thing he mentioned was spirit boxes. And I can tell you in my experience, I don't do this full time, I'm, I'm kind of an amateur at it, but um, I've seen some stuff, and spirit boxes are nothing to mess with. Um, I had not picked it up since September 9th, since I got this recording. Uh, and I had a friend that passed recently. He had a massive heart attack on December 21st and passed away the first week of January. And I've been wanting to use a spirit box to try to contact him and still haven't worked up the nerve to pick it up, but I don't want to get too far. Um, but briefly, what I got on the first, on that session on September 9th was, um, I started being able to pick out voices uh, that were more obviously not connected to whatever radio station it was going by. These were direct responses. These are people uh, calling out names. These were people saying phrases. Um, and uh, for 13 minutes, I mean, I was just fascinated by just the voices I got. But what I didn't realize when I went back to review the video is that I had set my cell phone on the dining room table to record this, and I was listening to it one one night, and something caught my attention out of the corner of my eye, and it was uh, something that moved across the screen. Uh, 
the the video part was was facing the ceiling, and I reviewed it again, and it was it scared the hell out of me. It was a it looked like a full bodied spirit just uh, going from left to right, just under the ceiling, and this thing was shaped like Casper. I mean, it had the the kind of a full body and the wavy tail and the and the it had like shadows in it, like folds. Um, it, it's the, it's the weirdest thing. And as it goes over, it calls my name out on the on the audio, and it says Thomas. And then it comes back the same way. Um, the next day, I sent a copy of it to a friend, and within seconds after me sending that video to a friend, a can of Lysol got thrown across my bathroom floor. I went in with the phone and started recording and I, I asked if it was upset that I sent the video. And it took a little bit, maybe 10, 12 seconds, but it responded, don't stand there. And I also have that on recording. Um, ever since then, I haven't picked up the spirit box. and I don't know if I'm going <laughs> to be able to muster up enough nerve to do it again but I started listening to that video again it's 13 minutes long <clears throat> and as I'm listening I'm picking up more stuff um, I must have accidentally hit the closed caption button at one point when I was going back and forth and stuff started coming up in Vietnamese <laughs> and I said okay not only did I hit the closed caption but I picked the Vietnamese language to show it to me. So I switched it over to English and, and, and used closed caption. And it started coming up in English, but it mentioned a Vietnamese name, person's name in that. So it spelled it out in English. But it was, anyway, it got really weird. Another, uh, at another point, I asked, uh, what color is the candle I have here on the table? And it says red, just very clearly. And then I asked uh, uh, if any of the, uh, the spirits here are from the graveyard, which is right here in my town, and I've been to several times. And a male voice comes back, and I know it gave me a name, but I can't, I couldn't understand it, but I know he was saying his name. Uh, at another point, I got up to turn off the light, and uh, so just the candlelight would be showing, and a voice says, uh, what are you doing? So the weirdest part of the video is that, which I didn't see on the first one, the first time I looked at it, was that the same spirit, it looks like, uh, a few minutes prior to when I actually saw it, did the same exact thing, passed over from left to right and came back the same direction. And this one's even clearer than the, first, than the second one I saw. Um, and just prior to it, coming over I said are you here and like two seconds it, it goes over um, I really want to use the spirit box again because I had a friend that passed away uh, very recently he had a massive heart attack on December 21st and passed away first week of January so um, again if, if anyone anyone out there is considering getting into using a spirit box, uh, tread lightly because it's not something to mess with. Um, 
I, like I say, I've been doing this for eight years. I've been touched. I've gotten multiple voices from graveyards. I've seen things that I can't explain in my apartment. Uh, this affected me much more than any of them. So anyway, that's it. I'll talk to you later. Keep up the good work. Love the show and take care. Thanks for sharing that experience with us. That does not change my mind on spirit boxes at all. But you want one for Christmas? I want one for Christmas. Actually, your birthday comes up before Christmas, but. What month is it? <laughs> it's February now. Okay. It's a little ways out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, no, I mean, it's an interesting thing. I've heard a lot of arguments on spirit boxes because I've, I've always wondered, well, what's the difference between using a spirit box or a Ouija board? And because both are vessels for communication, what it was explained to me recently, and it kind of makes some sense, is that the Ouija board, you, your body is being used as the antenna because your fingers have to be on the planchette to move it around. Spirit Box kind of just does its thing by itself. You can ask the questions, but you're not, you are not the antenna for the Spirit Box. Yeah, because like when you have a Ouija board, you have the almost like this triangle thing. Yeah, it's called a planchette. A planchette with a hole. Yeah. That... And your body is being used as the box, if you will, to to move that energy. The spirit box is a glorified radio that's been modified to do what it's going to do. Um, so your body is not necessarily the thing that's that's being run through it. But it, it doesn't mean that things can't come through it and, and things can't, you know, stay. So there is a, a cautionary, you know, level of things that should be done with it. Um but overall, I mean, thank you for sharing that story. Uh, very creepy. And, and I, I understand uh, his hesitation uh, for, you know, not necessarily wanting to jump right into that with the possibilities. You, you were just like, I want to do it all. Yeah. I, I want to go on a ghost adventure. <laughs> well, when you're a bit older, we can do that. But right now, probably not. Okay, we we can go and, and explore places like you know, like we have been. But as I far, mean, like haunted uh, well, places. Well, yeah, but as far as doing like a hardcore investigation or something, you need to be a little bit older than eight. You'll get there. That's what I hated about being little, you know, and and having the kind of mind that we do because it was you are you know you're several years ahead of yourself mentally. And I was too. And it's like, I just want to get there. Yeah, I just want to experience yeah. the ghostly experience. But, but just enjoy being eight for a little while longer, okay? Because you can't, you can always go, you're going to have the rest of your life to do all that. You only get to be eight and nine and have your age be represented on two hands alone for only a short period of time. And then after that, it's all downhill. So, so just enjoy, enjoy that. But it's fun to to have these ideas and kind of get ready and get excited and get prepared for what you want to do in life at an early age. That's what I did. And I enjoyed the prep work of having fun and playing with the ideas and all of that. And then once I got grown up, I finally did this. And scaring grandpa, well, and trying to scare grandpa with um, with a scaring mask and the cat could have gone to your butt. <laughs> I did that once, yes. I um, 
I because I obviously I love scary stuff. And what I had was uh, what later became came known as the Scream mask from the movie Scream. But I had a Scream mask before there was the movie Scream because it was just a it became a popular item at uh, Halloween. Um, it, it did not come out with the movie. Uh, the movie made it popular, and it it was a glow in the dark mask. And I put it on one day, went down to the basement. My dad was sitting at his desk and I thought, oh, I'm going to be spooky. And I was probably, I don't know, 10, 11. And so I turned the light off. This thing's glowing in the dark. And I walked down there and I'm like, woo. And, you know, my dad knows that this is me, but I'm thinking I'm 10 or 11 that I'm really scaring him. Well, the one thing I did scare was the cat. The cat didn't know what the hell was going on. And the cat's uh, immediate emotion and motive is destroy <laughs> this thing with the mask. So all of a sudden, I feel this thing latched onto my butt. <laughs> and it's the teeth of the cat. And the cat is literally hanging <laughs> onto my butt. Jumps up, latches on with her teeth, and is like holding on with her paws around my leg, trying to kill me. And I'm like, I also start screaming, like, wow, what is that? And my dad turns the light on and there's the cat latched onto my butt. <laughs> and you're just swinging. And I swung around and the cat like kind of propels itself like a helicopter as I swing around. Eventually it lets go. And the cat's kind of freaking out for a little bit. But yeah. So don't wear scream glow in the dark masks around your pets. It doesn't end well, kids. That's the lesson. I just thought I could share that story. Oh, I've shared it before. Yeah, but I'm sure there's plenty of listeners who've not heard it before. So that's going to wrap up today's episode of Real Ghost Stories Online. If you like the show, become an extra podcast person and EPP. Sign up at ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. Get all the bonus episodes, the advanced episodes and everything else. It's only $5 a month. Again, ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. For Harper, I'm Tony Bruschi. Thanks for listening to Real Ghost Stories Online. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. 
a laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vdw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.